Hey guys, Jamie here. Thank you so much and welcome to the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat. We are going to be keeping it raw. We'll be keeping it real. There's lots of great stories to share, lots of great learnings and lots of great experiences that we can't wait to get out to you. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Follow myself, follow the amazing guests we have on the show. Also, make sure you leave a beautiful review afterwards. And don't forget today to be great. And let's get into it. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. We are live today in a in a barber in a barber shop. As you can hear in the background, a bit of noise happening. But we are here with the co-owner of the barber club uh, here, as we sit in Port Melbourne at the moment. Uh, lead global educator and trainer in the hair industry. From what I've heard and read, a bit of a footy gun. Uh, a lot of that I heard from him himself. <laughs> and importantly, a down-to-earth guy, which I have a lot of respect for. Uh, we have Jordan to backman here today. How you doing, man? Good, man. Yeah, good. Thanks for having me on. Uh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Uh, we're going to get stuck straight into uh, some rapid-fire uh, questions. Uh, and the first one, favourite song right now? Uh, first one that I'm liking at the moment, uh, Kid Leroy and Juice World. It's called Go. Go. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. I've got to, I'm, I'm going to make a playlist because I've never heard of half these songs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's everyone's favourite song. Yeah. Um, Favourite song to get you pumped up? Uh, Favourite song to get me pumped up? I like, um, what is it? A lot of the Migos. Amigos. Migos. M-I-G-O-S. Yeah. Okay. They're okay. a rap group, American rap group. They okay. make good stuff. Um, All right. Yeah. All right. Favourite movie? Favourite movie? Scarface. Scarface. Favourite book? Favourite book? Don't read too many books, to be honest, but I, I love The Shoe Dog by Phil yeah, Knight. Yeah, that's a good one. Read that one not long ago yeah. in the first lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go-to meal? Go-to meal. Oh, I eat pretty healthy during the week and then on a Saturday <laughs> night, I just eat anything, man. Yeah, probably Chicken Palmer. Chicken Palmer. Yeah. Right. Favourite TV show? Uh, I just got into the last isolation period, I got into Friends. Friends? Which is quite an old Are you show. started from like back at the start? Started from the start. I'm up to season, what is it now? Nine or something. How many do they actually have? Fourteen, maybe. Fourteen or fifteen. What a series! Yeah, it's uh, your biggest celebrity slash sporting idol growing up. Uh, Nick Rewell. Nick Rewell. Yeah. And footy. Did you did you uh, follow the Saints? Uh, I did. My parents used to make me go to all the games, so I changed teams, <laughs> and I went to Richmond, so uh, they wouldn't uh, have legend. to take me. There you go. There you go. Um, one thing you hate or dislike, and you can't say coriander. Uh, olives. Oh, okay. In just all olives in general? Yeah. Can't, Can't stand them. them. Can't no. stand them. Love Greek salad, get rid of the olives. <laughs> Funniest or craziest thing you've done? Um, craziest thing I've done? Uh, took Dad's car out when I was 16 and wanted to get a movie from Blockbuster and I ended up crashing it into some lady. Oh. Um, that was probably the craziest <laughs> thing I've done. And then... <laughs> Yeah, she was. She was, she didn't ask for my license. I was so lucky um, that she didn't call police or anything. But yeah, that was so she was obviously all right then. She wasn't yeah, like she was fine. Her, her car was smashed up. But wow. Yeah. Wow. Just uh, let it roll. Like, oh, yeah, you're gonna get that. <laughs> uh, book or audio book? Uh, audio book. Summer or winter? Summer. Sum up your mindset in one word. My mindset. Uh, in one word. Yes. Yeah. Um, open. I'm always open to learning new things, open okay. to hearing things from people. Mm. I've got to be open as a business owner. 100%. You know, to 100%. everything. You can't have an opinion. 
too much mm. or just get yourself in trouble. Absolutely, absolutely. Proudest moment personally and in life? Uh, proudest moment would be... Uh, my proudest moment is making dad proud. Yeah, getting into the hair industry and making him proud of, of doing what he's grown up doing and yeah. you know taking it on board. And, and another moment would probably be uh, doing international shows and travel and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I want to touch on that a little bit later, but that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's huge. So, tell us something that no one knows about you. Um, it wouldn't be... <laughs> would, would it wouldn't <laughs> be known. <laughs> uh, something that no one knows about me. I don't really have an answer. I'm, I'm a pretty open person. Like, I, yeah, I live day to day. On one of the, on the last one, the guy, the guy we had on there, Michael, he said that he, um, he cries at, during Lion King. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, I don't cry <laughs> during Lion King. We'll come back to that one. We'll yeah, come back so. to that one. Your greatest failure that ended up being your best lesson? Uh, cut a guy's ear off. Uh, it taught me a lot about my scissor work. You cut his ear off. Yeah, cut the top of his ear off. Like off, off. Uh, pretty clean off, yeah. Um, and I saw him about six months later with long hair, so he hadn't had another haircut since. <laughs> yeah. Um, he probably but, yeah, that taught me a lot. Um, was that like early in the piece of yeah, your career? That was pretty early, yeah. Yeah, when I was working at King's Domain. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, that was a life lesson. <laughs> I thought that might have gone into the craziest thing you've done, but you know. Well, I'm not as bad as crushing the car. Yeah, totally. Um, if you could choose one person in the world to have lunch with, and you got two hour time limit, mm-hmm. past or present, who would it be? Uh, my granddad. Yeah, he passed away when I was young, so I didn't like have it. too long with him. Yeah, yeah. I just love to learn a bit about him. After he passed away, all our family moved moved here, mm. and um, yeah, it was uh, yeah. I mean, I'd love to just totally. pick his brain. Just have that time. Yeah, 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 just to learn about him because. My mum and dad told me that I'm very similar to him, um, awesome. physically and mm, also mm. Uh, personality-wise. Totally, so, totally. yeah, I'd love to do that. Get I don't it. really, you know, cutting celebrities and stuff, I, I don't really have any, like, celebrities I'd love to sit down with because you, when you cut celebrities, you realise they're just people as well. Correct. So it's not as yeah. valuable as having time with someone that you may have it's not been family. able to. Yeah, family. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. What was 10-year-old Jordan like? Uh, running a muck in primary school. <laughs> running a muck. Running an absolute muck. Used to get myself suspended all the time. Really? Yeah. Didn't like it? Like school in general? Or? Uh, it's, I love school. I hated sitting still and mm, learning mm. and stuff. I just wanted to hang with my mates, play footy and stuff like that. Yeah. There used to be a kid that looked exactly like me. Um, and we both used to get in trouble. And I'd get in trouble for things he did and vice versa. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, yeah, oh, we were okay. in the principal's office. Last question for Rapid Fire. Yeah. What's one trait or quality, if you had to look at your top or closest five friends mm-hmm. or people around you, that's consistent and that is really important to you? Honesty and loyalty. Just being true to your mate's face. If they're your friend at the end of the day, everything has to be black and white. You Absolutely. Know? There shouldn't be... Kind of nothing back, in the middle, yeah, correct. You know, back end stuff, and totally. yeah, that's a big thing. You know, having a Russian background, and mm, all of mm. us being from Russia, mm. we grow up with you know, honesty and loyalty is a big thing. It's the only way, yeah, yeah, good, good, good. So, you, you mentioned earlier like the hair journey from your dad, yeah, you know, how did you even get into that? Like, why was was that something that you always wanted to do? Like, let's go back, let's bring it back a little bit of the journey, sort yeah. of get to where you are now, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, so. How did it happen? 
Um, so I started after high school. I went and did a personal training course, and okay. I was a personal trainer for a bit. Um, How long's a bit? Like a year, year and a half. Okay. Yeah, I made some really good money, um, but I didn't love it. I didn't enjoy it. Waking up real early, you know, four thirty to be in the gym at five and stuff, training wow. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's kind of like a big misconception with personal training. A lot of people. Um, you know, one of those things we just spoke about, you know, friendship, honesty, loyalty, like personal trainers is complete opposite. There's no honesty, really? there's no loyalty. Yeah. They'll try and steal your clients, all that kind no, of stuff. No, and I got, that shit. Yeah, I got sick of it. And um, <clears throat> I went and I was playing footy at the time and I signed with Coburg. Yeah, um, yeah. I was playing with your cousin. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I did landscaping in the time that I was playing VFL just okay. to get to training, you know, on time and stuff. Yep. So I was only working, you know, seven till three and then yep. I'd go straight to Coburg because yep. it took me about an hour yep. to drive there. Um, after that finished up, I'm like, the first thing I'm doing is quitting landscaping because I <laughs> hate it. There's the worst shit I was uh, could have ever done. Really? It was, yeah, it was just boring, what, man. Pretty monotonous, yeah. Yeah, just digging holes, cutting bricks. <laughs> Especially know, early in the piece, you're doing all the shit work. It. And I knew I didn't want to be a landscaper long term and own a business, so I was just like, I had no motivation. Yeah. You know? I was just filling in the time, basically. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, yeah. after I quit that, I actually did nothing for four months. Okay. Um, Still playing footy, though? No, nah, I was, it was done footy. Okay. It was the end of the season. All right, yeah. I was done yep. completely. Yeah. Um, and. I got a bit of a wake-up call, like, you know, I was doing nothing. My mum was telling me, what are you doing with your life? You're doing mm, nothing. Mm, mm, you don't mm. want to play footy. You don't want to work. Um, my girlfriend said, just have a go at barbering. Mm. So I did it. I went to the course. First time ever. Yeah. Never touched it prior to that. Nah, I cut a few friends here. Butchered my mates here in high school. <laughs> just you just know. for fun. Yeah, yeah, you know how it is. Just for shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and I... I signed up to a school, and then the school, what was it, starting in, it was an end of year kind of thing, like okay. it was starting towards the end of the year, yep, yep. and I pulled out the day before, I was like, I'm not doing it, like, I got scared, I didn't want to do it, yep. so I pulled out, and then um, another three months went, so it was now seven months I'd done nothing, and uh, I was like, alright, I better go and do something, and, and I went back to the course, tried it, and that was it, mate, the rest is history, like, you know. So you enjoyed it straight yeah, away, like, was it something you just... It was hard to learn at the start and hard to get the um, kind of balance of using your tools and things like that, yeah. but picked it up pretty quickly, yeah. naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I believe I'm very natural at it rather than learning too much. Not forced. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that was it. And then when I worked at Dad's for three months after I qualified, okay. and then after that, he got rid of me, fired me. Because I was fucking around, I was, you know, I wasn't doing what I was meant to. Yep. I was leaving when I wanted to. I was yeah. coming to work when I, I took it for granted totally. at the start because it was dad's it was, dad's business. Yeah, and uh, so he fired me. Uh, I had a few tears, as you do. As you do, totally. And I was scared to go out in the real world. Totally. And then I went to King's Domain and mm-hmm. worked there for. Ended up working there for four years. Wow. Um, and just built up through there, man. Got a awesome. big celebrity clientele through there. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, after that, I was, you know, Dad said, "Are you ready to do it together now?" And I, you know, he'd seen that I'd worked hard, I'd earned my stripes, yeah. you know, yeah. been overseas to educate, all mm. that kind of stuff. Mm. Mm. And yeah, rest is history. Back here now with him, and you know, awesome. Um, 
working together really well. You yeah, know, he's yeah. he's the business side. I'm the the creative director. Totally. So I'm more the creative side. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Now we've opened up our fourth one. So really? Yeah. Okay. Well done, man. Well done. Busy, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely, Port Melbourne here again. I think you what you opened just as COVID hit, yeah, or just yeah. before, or uh, we opened on the Monday. Uh, the restrictions lifted. Oh, there you yeah. go. Okay. So yeah. Good. Good timing. Yeah. That's it. Love it. So growing up, I'm guessing. Let's talk about the hair industry then. Was there any role models out? Like, was your dad one of the major ones, or like when you yeah. got started? Yeah. Whenever anyone asks me, like, who do who did I idolize, or who do I look mm. at for inspiration, I just say dad because he, yeah, he's done everything. He's won awards from the best barber business in the country to you know all different kind of stuff mm. and, and mm. creative side of things. Um, and yeah, I just look up to him. Awesome. Business sense as well. You yeah. know, not a lot yeah. of companies have you know a sole owner that owned three or four shops and can run it you know okay. well and yeah. um yeah that inspires me a lot and mm. now i'm on board with him hopefully awesome. grow to another four or five you Absolutely. know so yeah exciting it's been, yeah it's been good what would you say is your biggest achievement in the industry i know you said earlier like sort of traveling yeah. educating stuff yeah so would that be coming the lead educator for andis clippers um, they're based in how does, the US. How does something like that happen? Like, so I was at a hair expo in 2018. Yeah. Uh, and the education boss was over from the States. And, yeah. Uh, I was on stage doing a class for King's Domain. Yep. So the expo is just like any kind of expo. It's people from around the world come down. You know, Sussed there's companies selling things. There's shows. There's education. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And um, is here in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, it's every year it goes Melbourne and then Sydney, yep. vice versa. Yep. Swapping. Um, and then she come up to me after the show. She's like, I love the way you present. I love the way you cut um, and just your overall image. It mm. works well with what we want to do. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, it's like uh, LeBron being sponsored by Nike. It's totally. the same kind of concept in the, in the hair world. In the, you know, yeah, so, in the industry. Yeah. Yeah, it was really exciting for me. So you obviously didn't go there thinking that. I'm going to try and get sponsored or... That was my first expo on stage. So really? the first time I'd ever pre- uh, presented in front of... Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but that's not when you cut the guy's ear off, is it? No. <laughs> no. That's it. You kind um, of forget what you're doing on stage. You, you G yourself up mm, and you're so mm. ready. You think exactly what you're going to say. Mm, then you mm. get on stage. You look around. People are staring at you. You lose everything. That was when I first started. Now it's all like yeah, repetition. Like, you correct. Know? Yeah, yeah. You just done a few, you know, few hundred times it's like yeah, whatever yeah. Wow, so on your first time ever on stage you actually got sponsored yeah yeah. so when um, you were the most nervous when you were probably in technically the least experienced yeah and they still said they loved yeah, what they saw yeah that's crazy that's it what, I guess you just go with confidence and totally you never know what makes you a great barber though Jordan um, for me it's not about cutting hair it's about like you know obviously I met you through Correct. coming through the shop you yeah. followed me from one shop to another Correct. and um, it's about that connection mm. with the person you know like mm. get along mm. you have a laugh it doesn't matter about the hair at the end of the day if you're given a good service totally. that's just a bonus you know it's about being a good person and just connecting having a laugh um, but yeah I think you know human connection is so valuable which people forget totally you have you know the best barber in the world be the shittest person exactly. in the world, correct? You know? yeah. And yeah. who's yeah. going to go to them? Totally. Like, who will want to keep going mm. back to them? So, so, do you think it is your actual raw skill as well as that connection? It's it's definitely a balance of both. Yeah, yeah, definitely a balance of both. You know, uh, there's a there's a bloke I know. I'm not going to name him, but he's uh, he's probably the worst barber I've ever seen in my life. But he's the busiest barber, and he's 
got people lined up waiting for him because he gets along with them so well. You know, he's such a nice guy. And and people come back. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even going like, to push down it. that. I'm not yeah, even going to go down I that just path. I can't even believe it. But, you know, that just proves how much that connection Correct. with the client is so mm. important. Yeah, no, nah, good one. What is it like to stand on stage and like, or sit, stand, whatever you do up there and... and teach, educate it's, for you? Yeah, it's thrilling. It's, um, you know, I just did a big tour over in India, um, Russia and Malaysia end of last year, just yeah. before this virus even came around, which yeah. I was fortunate enough to get home before. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and I had a thousand people at one of my shows and I was just looking around and I'm like, this is like an actual, it felt like I was a rock star for that hour I was on stage. I Like everything I'd say, people would just clap, you know, and... It's just Did like, you ever dream that shit? Nah, you don't. You don't think cutting hair is going to get you travelling around the world, teaching in front of people. I've taught now in Russia at the best academies over in Moscow, uh, in Malaysia, and India was just bizarre. They were just... I guess it's... They're such, like, lovable people. Mm, they they mm, love mm. international people coming totally. over. And, you know... Um, that was really, really exciting for me to get over there. And you don't expect it because you don't know what to expect. You totally. just go out there, you're like, all right, I've got a stage show. Yeah. The only thing you see is when you're walking in and then you see there's a thousand people sitting there and that's when you're like, it's like oh, this shit. is real, man. You know. And I didn't even get scared. I was just like, yep, yeah, I'm in India. They've invited me out here. You know, I'm just going to do what I do. Yeah, and do it was your cool. best. Yeah. Just get up there and rock yeah, it. Yeah, didn't even break a sweat. Um, so that, some, did they, how, did, how did they find you? Is it... Like through social media, yeah, through my Instagram. So they just reached out to you and said, yeah, hey. Yeah, um, big, big hair and beauty expo over in India. And that's connected through my Andis um, company. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. On that, through social media, what was your strategy to building a brand and having such an online presence? Because I think everyone sort of, yeah. that's what everyone's talking about these days, having an online brand, having yeah. an online presence, yeah. trying to get following. Don't take this the wrong way. I don't really see you as like an influencer. Yeah, of course. I just see you as like a guy who just does fucking great shit. Yeah. And, and that's you just happen want, to man. get, you know, like I, yeah. I don't see you as someone who's always yeah. the typical quote unquote influencer. Yeah, of course. And that's not what I want. I don't want people you to You probably become one just naturally now because yeah. that's just the byproduct of it. Yeah. I, look, I've got, I mean, if you look at my Instagram, you know, you'll see that I'm not promoting any brands. No. I'm not pushing anything. No. I'm not selling anything. No, I'm just myself, man. Totally. You know, and I, I do what I enjoy. I cut, you know, a bunch of celebrities and, you know, I've built up my social media through cutting their hair and them posting photos and, and whatnot. sharing and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, Do you have a strategy? Do you have a plan? Do you have a... To be honest, man, I just post whatever I want. You know, like I, I, I post a good mix and balance of hair, uh, my motorbike, my totally. myself, my it's tattoos, life. you know, I've yeah. got tattoos and whatnot. Mm, um, mm. And just life, man, and I keep it pretty simple. Good, good, you know, real. I don't you know, make a big caption or whatever you call it. Yeah. I just write whatever I'm feeling, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think I that's a it. good thing about keeping, you know, a bit of integrity about yourself and and you know, branding, you know, can be such a big big thing with your business. Correct. And whatnot. Correct. Um, well, your personal brand walks in yeah, before you actually it, even do. You know, I'm not you know, if I was to sit there and hold a product up and say, Hey, go buy this like People just look at you, oh, it's just another typical Next. bloke that's doing the Correct. same thing as yeah. everyone else, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's yeah. not what I want, man. I just yeah. want people to see that I'm just doing me, mm. you know? And, and I think when, if you do, with that attitude, if you did hold a product up for whatever reason, yeah. you, you would know that it's a genuine, like, yeah. 
Jordan actually uses as he likes. He's yeah. he's behind this, like he believes in it. Yeah. It's not just another one that someone sent him and said, here, take a photo. That's right, man. You know, it's, if you're yeah. going to do it, you would That's it. And I've, got, I've done a few like videos and stuff for a product company that I work with. Um, but yeah, you'll never see me saying buy this or use a discount every code second week. Yeah, <laughs> swipe yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah that's definitely. It, man. And, I, definitely. and another thing, like with that, it's like you know, you're you're promoting your brand as well as a business. Correct. You've got to understand a balance of both. So that's why I've got my personal page and I've got my business page. You totally. Know, and yeah. I throw in on my personal page some haircuts just yeah. so people see that good balance. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Good. How did you get into the whole celebrity world of... Um, so was there something that you did or did it just nah, land on your just, life? I was very fortunate. Like I had, you know, uh, where do we start? We started with footy players. Yeah. We started with footy players and being in South Yarra at King's Domain, mm. you know, it's it's a hot spot, you know, for young Absolutely. people, for sports stars, yeah, for TVs. Yeah, time. exactly. And um, I had a couple of footy players and then... It really kicked off for me when Nick Kyrgios came in for a cut. Um, so the, so the first players. So let's, let's go back. To, did you have previous relationships? Did you not? Nah, or they just came nah, in because they were already going and there? And I, and I, yeah, they were already coming, and I, I was, I kind of jumped on the opportunity of taking photos with them outside the nice. shop and stuff, which yeah. a lot of people didn't. Mm, um, mm, and yeah, I was like, well, well, there's a little gap in the market for that. Let's just roll with it. And um, I love it. Yeah. So I had. Uh, my old boss Joey Scandizo mm. he mm. sent in Thanasi Kokonakis mm. one of the tennis mm. boys yep yep um, and he brought Nick in the next day and I couldn't fit him in I was fully booked out and I said I can't fit you in at all man I'm, I'm really sorry and my client was looking at me like are you fucking crazy like, and I'm like mate honestly did you're, you know you're just Nick, as valuable did you know Nick at this time yeah I knew Nick yeah. I didn't like him then okay and now we're almost best mates yeah. you know we talk but you knew him from TV yeah I knew like, him from TV yeah okay yeah. Yeah. so um, <laughs> it was funny on saying that I was just on a t- TV show with ABC yesterday yeah, yeah and it's called Reputation Rehab or something like that and we were just talking about Nick the whole time and you know saying you know I had the same kind of perception that most people would have before I met him mm, mm, and, mm. and now as a good mate you know it's a completely different image mm, how I see him mm, as a person mm. he's just really kind hearted humble guy you know well, like we are saying about the media before we exactly. got started you know the media yeah. do a great job of it don't they exactly right um, yeah so I gave him my phone number I said text me if you want a haircut and I didn't expect him to text me you know I'm like yeah whatever he's a wanker he's not going to come back um, he texted you can me. say that now because you're mates yeah exactly um, he texted me a few days later and I cut his hair and now uh, most Aussie Opens we stay together mm. you know and just every day we're out together awesome so, so did that's how that kind of there. yeah it spiraled I took a photo with him he reposted the photo which okay. I didn't even ask I never yeah. asked you know yeah. someone to repost a photo and he posted it on his actual not just a story but on his page his feed, yeah. and I got like six or seven thousand people overnight um, followed me you know Shit. hundreds and hundreds of messages hey can I come see you for a haircut um, even just asking did you think that like, was even going to happen no nah, I was like he's not even going to put I won't hear from him after I cut his hair <laughs> I ended up cutting his hair every two days after that um, oh wow for two weeks yeah um, and then from there he posted a photo obviously a lot of sports players in Australia follow him yep um, so a lot of them hit me up as well and said can I come all through Instagram come? yeah yeah wow. Wow. I was getting messages from some of the top AFL players saying can I come see you for a haircut and then 
you know, I, I did a deal with my boss then and said, look, we'll give them free haircuts. We'll just post a photo. It's great for our social media. Absolutely. We've seen what it's able to do. Mm, mm. Um, and that was it, man. It kind of just went crazy for a few months from there. Just different sports star every day almost, you know? Really? Yeah. It's like just walking in being like, yeah, yeah here's it, Jordan. Yeah. Um, wow. And just kept posting photos, man. And I guess in a sense I built up, you know, a, you know, a, a brand or an image based on those people I was cutting and stuff, Correct. you know? Yeah. Not just haircuts. It was, you know, these guys are celebrities, sports stars totally. and whatnot. And that helped me grow a lot to where I am today for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Was there, has there ever been one celeb that you were a little bit starstruck? Um, or like you would be like, oh, I'm going to cut this person's hair. Yeah, probably Nick's hair. Probably Nick. The first time? Yeah, when he texted me the first time. Um, you know, obviously, and then you've got your AFL players, Dusty and whatnot, mm, um, mm, cutting mm. his hair. I cut his hair now every three days. Okay, there yeah, you go. And, um, well, not, not, not now, while they're in the Gold Coast. No, nah, I gave him some clippers. <laughs> yeah. He's doing it himself. That's just one on the Richmond Instagram. Yeah. There, there, he, was, he was doing it. Yeah, oh, but so, yeah. Good, good. Hey guys, Jamie here. I know you're loving this episode, but it's a really quick question. Have you ever wanted to own your own business, but just didn't really know where to start? And maybe you've also thought about franchising. If that's you, I want you to check out the Real Food Vending website. If you're looking for a, a platform that provides community, a proven model with systems and structures, it's flexible, it's innovative. Most importantly, have some fun along the journey. I want you to check out our website, www.realfoodvending.com.au. Enjoy the rest of the episode. One more question on, on the celebrities, if you want to, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Like you said, they're just normal people. Yeah, yeah. I guess now, do you, like, what is, the, what, what doors is that open for you? Like, oh, mate, like, after cutting a lot of those footy boys, I got, Channel 7 came to me and we did a brand load thing, uh, not last one, the year before. So yeah. 2018? Yeah. Would have been, 2018. When's the brand load? End of the year? End of the year, yeah. 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 Grand final week. Yeah, so Monday, the grand final. Yeah, so yeah. What? So 2018. 18? Yeah, um, we did a big thing with a bunch of the Collingwood boys, Brandon Maynard. Nice. Um, yep. Degoey, who else was it? And Jaden Stevenson. Nice. Yep. Uh, and then it ended up being a bunch of other players as well because they, the producer, loved what we were doing. So that we, I had to get in all the other boys I was cutting, and we ended up being. Just after round one votes, they did a five-minute segment on me cutting all these players and talking shit with them. Oh, wow. And from that as well, my Instagram went up another 5,000 within an hour. Um, but you're sitting there watching it. Yeah, like bang, 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 bang. I thought it was just going to be like a one-minute quick thing, maybe like at the end of it or yeah. like just midway. Didn't really know what it was going to be. After round one, so every, so every person in the country is tuned in. Still watching it, yeah. And, and I'm copying messages, <laughs> like hundreds and hundreds of messages. And I'm just like, man, what the this is crazy. And, and that's the kind of stuff it, it um, brings. Like, I've had multiple things with, you know, different TV shows now, mm, mm, mm. Um, talk shows, a lot of radio stuff. Yeah. Um, so it opens a lot of doors. Opens a lot of doors, yeah. yeah. How do you handle that? I, I don't want to say the fame. Yeah. It is a little bit of that. But how do you, yeah, from it's a mindset a big, perspective, yeah, from a... It's a big... Again, it's a big balance of trying to maintain your personal brand and image, mm, you know, mm. without looking too much like a wanker or whatever. Totally. You want to you wanna be proud of your achievements, but humble at the same time. Absolutely. And, and that's why I'm not out there promoting brands on brands on brands, you know. Yeah, I'm just yeah, trying to yeah. do what I do. And, mm. you know, every second day I'll, I'll get a message from some kind of, you know, 
news company or, or radio they want to have a chat about this you know if someone's hot in the in the press like let's say you know nick or dusty or whatever mm-hmm. like i'll get a call even to the shop and they'll say can we just talk to you a bit about it and get your you know you know them as people like yeah. as a person and whatnot mm-hmm. um and look i, I just enjoy focusing on the business man totally you know, and enjoy yeah. focusing on my end goal yeah. of what I want to achieve well that was actually my next question two of them was how did you get through COVID from a business perspective and then yeah. future vision um, so we shut down the shops for the first isolation period the lockdown yeah as they call it whatever you want to call <laughs> it um, we didn't have to hairdressing and barbering is an essential service yeah. so yeah. we didn't have to but for the safety of our staff and, and our clients Absolutely. we just thought you know what we're just best off closing mm. we did yeah i'm um, very lucky to get some help from from the government absolutely and they played a part um, they did well yeah and you know now second time around where we're staying open but we know what to do we know what to expect we Correct. know the, the mm. safety measures mm. that mm. we need to do yeah um yeah. in order to keep it you know in check and okay and the clients safe and whatnot you know separating every barber by every second chair and totally it after yeah yeah um and you know we've got Ella who's our who's pretty much our manager of this shop awesome. she just makes sure everything is kind of in check as well yeah, correct ticking all the boxes yeah that's it man if you've got a good team around you like you can get through everything I couldn't do it by myself you know absolutely so, no. yeah yeah, um, yeah so that's the COVID side of things um next yeah, one what so is future that? future vision for you future vision and then so sort of yeah like where you see yourself and where the industry you think is going yeah um so future vision we're we're launching a product company our own one um in the next few weeks which is really exciting um which i can't talk too much about yet of course um that'll be all over my social media i won't again i won't be promoting it to sell (laughs) it's yeah yeah, it's really really top of the range product at a really low cost Mm. which is something we we saw a bit of a gap in the market mm. a lot of companies are charging big money you know, totally. for products which you know are not as good as they think they are and we, what's the brand yeah you buy the name yeah. we've gone down the road of really really good product at a really you know reasonable price yeah, and fair I, price yeah. yeah i think that's important because at the end of the day the customers are not you know they're not too big on spending big money on product because they can't see the value like Absolutely. we as barbers can see it yeah um which i think yeah. it's important Mm, mm. Um, to keep it at a fair price but yeah. that's going to be uh, pretty exciting and, and take up a bit of time as well um, and mm. I'm hoping with my you know really good connections overseas to get get a lot of the product over to international you know yeah. Russia into nice. academies Absolutely. Uh, India Absolutely. you know I was training companies in India where I met an owner and he had 155 salons what yeah man in yeah. India in India Wow. And he asked me when I was there, he goes, what product should I bring over to India from Australia? And, you know, I gave him a product uh, brand. He yeah. reached out. He ordered a mega amount. like 155 salons. Yeah, ridiculous. And I was thinking in my head, I've just done that. What if I had my own product? Totally. You know? What if I had so the this same So this was what, mid, last, mid to late last year? Mid last year. So I was just like, you know what, it's time. And, uh, yeah, so that's coming around. So See how it happens where you like, who knows how, yeah. much, how many dollars that might have been that he made a purchase oh, of. Oh, I found out it's, yeah, it would be enough to make someone very comfortable. Yeah, for totally. Um, but yeah, then the next goal would be, you know, we've got four shops now. 
you know, dad was running three by himself. We're in it together now. We can yeah. probably do another three or four together and be comfortable. Bring it up to eight. Yeah, and be comfortable in terms of a good balance. Totally. You know? um, that's always the goal, to open more shops. And Melbourne? We do a lot of, yeah, Melbourne, but we'll see. Who knows? You know? Um, no, another thing we can't talk about. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, no, I can talk about it. I've been talking to guys over in India who own big academies and stuff, okay. and, and we're going to hopefully roll out a big chain of barbershops in India. Absolutely. Um, Is it a big, big thing there? Like I'm guessing a bit, yeah. It's a massive demand, man. Everyone gets haircuts in hairdressing salons, so the barber industry hasn't even started there yet. So we're hoping wow. to kind of pioneer that and, and really get it going. Wow. Which, and they want that. You know, I go and teach over there and that's something they want. Well, they see it online, what exactly. it's like in Australia and America and in the UK. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's exciting as well. Mm. Um, I'm in talks of opening a tattoo shop. It's something that I'm very big on. Yeah. Obviously, having my whole body covered in mm. tattoos mm. from head mm. to toe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've always wanted to own a tattoo shop just because I love the art side of it. Totally. And the creative, creative side of it. 100%. Um, 100%. And I draw a little bit and stuff got this app on my iPad where I sit there and I draw things it's really cool do you want to actually tattoo or do you just want to oh not really <laughs> nah it's more so I want my clients who always ask me where I get my tattoos to be able to go again to something that I can offer them correct rather than sending them somewhere else you know yeah and, and at least uh, if it's yours you'll know it's you'll be good it'll exactly. be what like if it's good for Jordan yeah. then it's good for me exactly. is what the person would be saying yeah, yeah. and yeah, I'm, a big, like I'm a big advocate for um, like perfection so totally. like I'm a bit of a perfectionist like I, I like, like things to be you know really good and, and clients get something really good so mm, mm. that's something I'm talking about at the moment mm, mm, um, mm. so my hands are full man I'm 24 like you know I'm trying to keep myself grounded without you know rushing things too absolutely much. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 well you've definitely achieved a lot you know like you said how long have you been barbering now for now uh, four years now so in that four-year period, yeah. like from not even first applying for it and pulling out the day before, yeah. and then waiting three months to even go back. So it wasn't really like a whole thing, oh, I want to go and be a barber. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And then to be able to get to where you have, yeah. it's and pretty impressive, man. With it, man. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just happened. It happened that's one of was. the keys as well? I think that's one of the keys in life, like uh, I've learned, is that you shouldn't push yourself to do something because someone's telling you. Mm. If you try something, you know... You may fall in love with it, you may not. Mm. It may be natural, it may not be natural. But something I've learned is that just do what you love, you know, and that's what I do now. Everything that I do is very calculated. You know, I only go and do things that I'm going to enjoy or the people around me are going to enjoy, whether it's family, staff, whatever, you know, mm. we'll go mm. for dinner mm. or I'll go play golf with one of, you know, my bosses and stuff. Everything totally. is just like to enjoy life because it's Absolutely. so short man mm. you know at the end of the day like mm. Mm. Uh, mm. yesterday I was 15 at school you know <laughs> I remember everything I was totally. doing today I'm turning 25 next month yeah. you know yeah. And, yeah. and time yeah. goes quick man and I'm, yeah. I'm not saying I'm old I'm young I'm very young Absolutely. but yeah man, even like, like I said that 10, 10 year period yeah. like what the next 10 years going to look yeah. like when you're 35 exactly, you know man. and I look at it from the perspective of my parents I remember being at dad's 40th mm. and then now he's 50 and then, you know, 10 years goes like that. He's going to be 60. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, things go quick, man. So I want to where, where did you get that thought process from? Um, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know. It was just, I was just looking back at time and thinking, you know, I'm such a kid now. Like, I still enjoy little things like playing PlayStation. <laughs> and, 
to just, that. you know, stuffing around. But yeah. I've also got to be an adult and I've got to be serious mm. with what mm. I do as mm. well to maintain that brand and stuff like that. Correct. Um, You've got a massive opportunity. Like, again, like I said, I look at 24-year-olds. Again, mm. we're not trying to stereotype and we're not trying to put people up or down, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like traveling, educating, promoting, got your own barbershop, yeah. cutting the hair of some pretty influential people. It's, yeah. you know. I'm very proud of where I've gotten. Mm. Um, it's not by accident either. Like, I'm sure yeah. you put the work in. No, I've, I've have put a lot of work in. Um, what, what's a normal day? Like, how many hours? So I'm up at 5.30 every day. I train um, in the gym. The gyms are closed, but I've got a little setup at home. I've nice. got a spin bike. I've got all my weights and stuff. Essentials. So yeah. for me, it's not about training the body. It's more my wake up. It's my yep. mindset. It works yeah, nice. hard mentally. Yep. It helps yep. me cut better. Um, when I don't train, I feel like crap mm, working, mm, you know. Mm, mm. Um, so that's it. In the shop at 8.30, we open at 9.00. Close at six, and then after it's just cooking dinner, totally. trying to wind down. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, recently, where I was working at Kings the Man, we were doing eight. What was it? Nine a.m. till eight p.m. So it was eleven hour days, eleven yeah. days. Um, How many cuts would that be? Uh, sixteen. Oh. Yeah, and I was booked out pretty much every day, which was really good. Um, it's something like you've done the work, man. Like so yeah. So I got the structure in place. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much, you know, I'll train, I'll go to work, mm. I'll have my breakfast at the same time. Mm, you know, mm, it's mm. people would say it's OCD, but it's not. It's mm. just for me a structure because I'm a, a kind of person that never had structure as a kid, never had structure mm. as a teenager. Mm, 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 it's mm. something I've had to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, well, like that's it. my everyday kind of thing. Yeah. Sunday I try to sleep in. But it's impossible <laughs> with the totally. big clock. You yeah, know? yeah. 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 Um, seven o'clock you're up and yeah. It's seven on. o'clock it's market. It's that <laughs> yeah. market. market. Yeah. Nice. Um, good spot. Good spot. Yeah. What would you say? Do you remember that if there was a moment as we start to sort of wrap it up? Do you remember if there was a moment where you're like, shit, this is real? Uh, yeah, probably opening this shop. Shop, you know, getting into business with dad um, with his support and stuff. You know, I was like, Well, now I've, I've really, really got to do things, you know, to make him almost believe in me and, mm. and continue mm. that, you know, mm. feeling of being proud and whatnot. Because, you know, when I was working at someone else's business, you take it for granted, you do whatever you want, you fuck around, totally. You, you, leave rubbish and you know what I mean totally when it's yours um, yeah it, it's like you see little things that you would love to just fix yourself or just tell 100%. someone off yeah or, yeah, but, yeah. you know then you're like oh it's real man you've got to be nice you've got to you're a leader you're a leader you're a leader yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah I'm learning a lot of that from dad as well I don't know how he's able to do it with so many staff before how long has he been on? running the brand uh, so he's 17 years. Yeah, he opened up. Fair effort. Yeah, his really first effort. shop. Um, before that, he had a hairdressing salon, women's. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, when I saw myself on TV and stuff, I was like, as well, you know, fuck, this is serious. This like, is like, you know, cutting hair is just such a small thing of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, like. yeah. All right, one last question to uh, to wrap it up now. Was there something that someone ever said to you uh, from the past, something that has really stuck with you? Something that someone said and it's like you draw back on it? 
Yeah. Um, so my year nine teacher, uh, she was my general manager. I'm not going to name her. She <laughs> said that I would end up in jail and I'd make nothing of myself, which which stuck with me for a long time. You know, it's when something is said to you by your parents, your mum, dad, you know, <laughs> you take it in, but you know they love you. It's okay. But when someone from outside of your, your circle, you know, mm. someone that doesn't know you, someone that doesn't probably value you, says, you know, you're going to end up in jail and stuff and you make nothing of yourself. It kind of runs back in your head every time you achieve something, every mm. time you do something good. Um, you know, you've got that little thing in your head like, you know, there you go. There you go, miss. There you go, miss. <laughs> you know, I've achieved something. Still respect there. I like yeah. it. There you go, miss. I haven't yeah. been into yeah. jail, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, yet. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love it but yeah that kind of always rings back in my head yeah and I was yeah. um, you know with the new shop and stuff having having some of my teachers even come in and That's sick. book in mm. you know after not seeing them for 10 to 15 years you know they come in they like cool say they're proud and stuff mm. which has been mm. really cool so yeah you didn't cut the ear off no I should <laughs> yeah. I should <laughs> so sorry they, slipped, they, they just slipped <laughs> I love it I love it um, how can the how can the listeners find out more follow you where's the best way for them to do that uh, so my Instagram Jordan Tabachman yep um, I don't really do anything else social media wise yep mainly yep. just Instagram photos speak a million words 100% so, so that's it for me and, and the business the brands the business our brands the Barber Club Melbourne and uh, our new one for the more modern kind of shop, we've done the Barber Club Port. Yep. So there's a couple of those. I'll make sure I put all the details in there. Yeah. For the guys as well. Uh, but yeah, guys, make sure you definitely reach out and uh, speak to Jordan and, and follow what he's doing. He's doing some pretty incredible things and I look forward to post-COVID, you know, seeing yeah. you like, again, being able to travel and, uh, and going overseas and, and making a mark over there. Sure. which is really important. But again, thanks so much, man, for being on the show. Really appreciate it. I uh, hope you guys out there really enjoyed listening in as well. Uh, make sure you have a great day too, and I look forward to catching you on the next episode. Take care for now.